0: How is it going, everyone? Hope your day is going great. I welcome you to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Before we get into today's episode, I had a quick question for you. If you're listening, have you ever been an investor anymore? Have you ever put money into an entity to end with an expectation of a return? Hmm? Some of you, not all of you. Yeah. Well, now is your chance. You can be an angel investor in Forward Thinking Founders, the podcast. And no, you don't gotta be an accredited investor. All you need is $10 a month or $100 a year. Now, what does this get you? What's your ROI? Well, it gets you a ton. First of all, you don't have to listen to me pitch you this every single episode, so you bypass all ads and all future sponsorships. You get premium content as you get the full episode of every single episode that comes out, as many of them are kind of blocked halfway through. You get access to our online community, where you get to see access to the episodes sometimes days before or weeks before they hit the uh, before they hit the internet. And lastly, you get access to our in-person meetups, which we are having the first one in San Francisco in late January. So if all of that sounds groovy and if you want to help out a fellow creator which is me and help me kind of invest into this podcast to make it better then please become an angel investor in forward thinking founders how do you do it you can find our terms and our our sheet and all of our documentation at glow.fm/f 20 r that's glow.fm slash f20r is best done on mobile and i look forward to having you as a supporter now let's get into today's episode run it all right how is it going everyone welcome to another episode of forward thinking founders where we're talking to founders about their companies their visions for the future and how the two collide Today, I'm very, very excited to be talking to Dave Goldblatt, who is the creator, co-founder of WaveChat. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Hey, thank you for having me. Really appreciate the invite. Really glad to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked to have you on. I don't think, if my memory serves me correct, I don't believe I've had anyone recently in the audio space outside of the, so I just published one today or yesterday with Braden of Voiceflow, but outside yeah. of that, I don't think I've like taught jammed on audio for like quite a while. So I'm looking forward to this, but a lot cool. of people are listening and they have no idea what you do. They have no
1: idea what we, what wave chat is. So let's kind of just start there. What are you working on? Sure. So wave chat is an app that's on iOS only right now. Uh, it's the the quick way to describe it is recordings. But more broadly it helps you make these short little micro podcasts that you can share either on the WaveChat network, either via a story or DM it to someone, or you can export it and share it to Instagram or uh, Snapchat or you know save it to your camera roll and share it via text message or iMessage or whatever.
0: So they are, you mentioned micro podcasts. So sure. let's go into an example of, like, of, of someone using this. So what is a, what's your favorite use case or a couple of use cases of people using, uh, using your product?
1: Yeah, so um, I think one of the biggest things that we saw was there was this huge space between on one end, you have voice messages on WhatsApp or WeChat or whatever. Uh, very short, very utilitarian. Um, no real real creativity or expressiveness around them. Um, and then on the other end, you have podcasts, which are 30 minutes, an hour long. Um, and we saw that there was a, a space for people to... Uh, pers- people to really uh, express themselves and create using voice, um, but not completely getting rid of all of the visual elements. Um, so one of the, one of the best use cases, and I love, um, I love doing this I actually just posted it today. I'm a huge uh, sports fan. So posting a picture of statistics, uh, for example, I uh, recently won my fantasy football semifinal matchup. You can, everybody can clap for me now Boom. if they want to. Um,
0: that is, that's actually, it's so funny. I'll, I'll, obviously I'll, let you continue. But the last person I interviewed just like an hour ago is, uh, is it a doing fantasy sport platform hosting? So it's so oh, funny. Really? It's so funny. You Amazing. Mentioned that. But anyways, yeah, keep going.
1: So I just created a story a couple hours ago, um, kind of flexing on everybody and saying like, Hey, look at me. I'm so great. Here's a, a screenshot. And that was the background of the wave chat. Here's a screenshot of all the people that I started. I started the Buffalo Bills defense, which scored 27 points or something. And you can see, and that you know, here's the box score uh, to whoever uh, plays or doesn't play fantasy football. There's uh, a specific format you can easily parse that information. But then underneath that, I uh, over my commentary about. Hey, like I made this decision to start the Buffalo Bills defense. I started Miles Sanders who scored a bajillion points and it used my voice as well. So you could hear Dave Goldblatt saying uh, like I was there talking with you and pointing to this picture. Um, That's, that's one of these cases. I'm, you know, big fantasy sports guy. So for me, that's particularly near and dear to my heart. Um, And we've, we've also seen, we have, filters. Um, so you can speed up your voice, make your voice, uh, sound drunk. Uh, it's actually really funny. I like recording certain political figures and, um, (laughs) changing and warping their voice, uh, to make them sound drunk. Uh, so just, just a fun feature to really lower the threshold to sharing voice the same way that Instagram lowered the threshold to sharing photos and youtube lowered the threshold to sharing videos Uh, we're trying to do the same thing with with voice you don't need to have a professional microphone and a breaker account and a spotify you know connect with spotify to share these little micro podcasts
0: so i'd love to hear a little bit about the history of of the company really meaning like why did you start it at what point did you realize that uh, you know, this is something you wanted to do and, and uh, why'd you get started with it?
1: Yeah. So um, in I actually worked at Facebook uh, for 10 years from 2007 to 2017 and then took some time off. <clears throat> I was actually uh, co-working out of the same space as my co-founder in 2018. He was working on a, another project for another company they pivoted and turned into more of a fund and he wanted to uh, work on product and not be part of a a VC fund. Uh, So, you know, during that time on the product, I was doing some AI stuff in regards to sound and music, just kind of exploring things. And he was giving me feedback. He's also very into music. He's a DJ. He's originally from Germany, very into uh, electronic Uh, and house music Um, so we were collaborating and just hacking on the weekends Um, and right around the time where I was like yeah you know I think there's this huge area I did a bunch of research into uh, like you mentioned when we were talking before the podcast started about how audio and voice is really just gonna blow up over the next year or two Um, so it's this unique combination of we had uh, experience in, I actually have released like every uh, Jewish kid who grew up outside of New York. I was a rapper growing up and wanted to become a rapper. Um, so I've released a couple rap albums. My co-founder has released um, some tracks on SoundCloud and he's DJed quite a bit. So we, we know about the audio technology space, intersection of our personal interests along with the market really uh, coming to fruition that we decided, Hey, this is something we really want to explore. So that was in late 2018, uh, formed the company in January, 2019. And we decided, Hey, let's just like, we think we have a general sense of what it is we want to do, but let's, let's hack something together and get it out there as quickly as possible. And it was, a web-based social network for sharing musical samples and it was called wavecut.io and it was a website and um, our ultimate goal with that was to basically get a bajillion pieces of audio onto this website and connect everything everything and structure the world's audio. The uh, downside to that is that um, and I'm sure you're aware of this when you saw the transition from web to desktop, people don't really create content on their desktop nearly as much as they do on their mobile phones. Um, And the microphone experience on mobile phones via web is poor, to say the least. Um, So we realized that nobody was really going to create content um, for a web-based service uh, using only audio. Um, so we realized quickly realized there are in about a month, a month and a half later, we decided to pivot to an app. Um, and that's when cut was born the app. And I, have you used the, the app, the wave chat app at all?
0: I, I think I definitely have used a app to help splice my, my audio. Um, I think but you might my-
1: use the the wave chat app. So wave chat, just to, uh, explain to everybody, you can go and download it. It's in the iOS app store right now. Um, it's very simple, like press to record records up to 60 seconds of your voice. And then there's a very s- simple share functionality. Uh, wave cut was our MVP that we came out with in the app store in about May. Um, it had, Similar functionality, but none of the social features. Um, and they're like a profile and direct messaging. Um, so we released that in May of 2019. Uh, we, it was really interesting. We saw some really deep engagement for a few people, but it wasn't very frequent engagement. So people would download it, use it, maybe once every one to two weeks, but and use it for 15, 20 minutes. Um, But we realized we wanted to do something that people would use every day, hopefully. Um, My background coming from social, I realized that attaching an identity, attaching a network to the set of services that uh, we were building was most likely the way to go. So starting in Late July, early August, we started building Wave Chat, and then we uh, launched Wave Chat in November, about a week before Thanksgiving in 2019.
0: Got it. That is, that's awesome. The, the reason why, so there's like, I feel like the uh, um, Wave, like the the name Wave in audio, there's like a few different things going on with that. And I'm looking forward to the company, which is probably going to be you, that like breaks breaks out of the breaks from the kind of the other companies and the wave noise and just kind of like hits the stratosphere. But I think this is really interesting because you're not just like, I think there's a lot of companies, including one that I used a wave a wave named app that helped, you know, splice audio. Um, and that's like kind of this kind of, I feel like, uh, I don't know, there's too many of those now, but what you're doing is you're creating almost like a much lower to barrier uh product for people that want to get into the audio game where um you know you got all these podcasters or whatever that like spend all this money on microphones like me right and and it's like kind of there's this barrier but would you say yours is more for um kind of people like the more casual and almost like would you compare it in a way to like a audio story or is that is that a way you would uh, kind of compare wave chat to or um yeah i'm curious to hear your thoughts on that
1: Sure. So we actually um, we have a few interns. We are partnering closely with San Francisco State University, and there a lot of them are in the the gaming club, the eSports club, at San Francisco State. And we went to there a couple of weeks ago. They had an end of the semester Super Smash Brothers tournament, and I was talking with. I'm sure, as you know, younger people are more likely to pick up newer technology, and I was describing wave chat to a few people at this tournament and you know I was talking to them and they're like oh like kind of like podcasting and I was like well I don't particularly love the term podcasting because it has this connotation to it of I am going to buy expensive equipment and release it to Spotify and you really have to invest yourself in in your brand Uh, and it's a professional type of thing. So I asked this person that I was talking to, how many of your friends have uh, a podcast? And he was like, I think one. And then I was like, all right, how many of your friends have Instagram or Snapchat? And he was like, every single person I know. Um, so yes, I, I think we're, we want to move eventually beyond, and, and we're using the term micro podcasting because. It's the best language that I think exists to describe uh, a small piece of audio content that you that's really easy to to create and share um, and you know be creative and express yourself on. but i I, I really hope that people and and I hope that um, as a as a product team and as a company, we can provide the tools that let people who would have never in a million years thought to create a podcast use their voice and use audio to uh, express themselves and connect with others and create new forms of uh, media and content that have not previously existed.
0: And I kind of want to dive into that a little bit about just audio in general and sure. what's What's happening um, to the kind of macro economy with audio um, and, you know, podcasts are on, on the rise. Audio is on the rise in general with Alexa and AirPods, etc. What are you observing in the, let's go back to 2017. You saw audio was blowing up. You, you saw it was growing over time. Can you just kind of describe to the people listening what is happening and what, what happened to enable this recent growth that we're all seeing
1: yeah, so I I don't know if you're familiar with any of Marshall McLuhan's work. Nah, I'm so not. So Marshall McLuhan is this absolute genius media theorist. Have you heard the term the medium is the message? Yes. So Marshall McLuhan came up with Man, that. Okay. Uh, he was extremely prolific in the 60s and the 70s and a little bit in the 80s. Unfortunately, he passed away I think maybe a decade ago. Um, but He coined the term, the medium is the message. And basically what that means is that the content that exists within the medium, say television or radio or uh, video on your phone is not as important as the medium itself. So just the fact that you're sitting down, watching a television that is non-interactive, sitting on a couch, that is more important and that drives the effect that it has on society and on individuals much, much more than whatever it is you happen to be watching—be it, you know, uh, The Wire or Game of Thrones or the nightly news or Sesame Street—and um, that influences all of society, whatever the, the technological medium is that's predominant for the day. Now, for the past ten or so years, a little over ten years the predominant medium has been smartphone. So you're staring at, you're holding your smartphone and you're staring at it and you're typing with your thumbs and you're scrolling and you have all these gestures. Now, I'm not saying that the smartphone is going to go away anytime soon, the same way that the television didn't didn't go away with the invention of the smartphone. Um, But there are going to be these new sets of, Relationships that individuals and communities and societies have with technology. Now that there's an Alexa in every room, there's an AirPod in every ear, um, and there's a sh- there's a shifting um, cultural acceptance of communicating via the mediums of audio only or audio first. Um, I can't claim to know exactly what the full reach or full effects are of that shift in mediums, but just as you've seen with the the myriad ways that people have um, changed media and that has influenced society, politics, mental health, um, relationships with the smartphone, the exact same thing is going to happen with having an AirPod in your ear at all times and having this uh, transient layer of auditory information that's uh, constantly being pushed and pulled uh, through your, through your ear. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be, and you mentioned before, there's going to be this, this gold rush, and I don't think we know how it's going to play out, but there's going to be this huge huge impact on society um and it's only just beginning
0: so there's a few things i want to dig into there um first sometimes you don't know like when it comes to a market and when a market is growing you it it could be growing a lot and you might think oh it's at its peak or it could be growing a lot and it could just literally be one percent of the way of how big it's going to grow um i just would love uh one, I'd love your guess. I mean, all we can do is guess at this point or prediction. Um, Is is audio, um, are we already like pretty into the the growth of audio or are we just like, have we not even started yet? Where are we on that spectrum?
1: I, so have you heard the phrase it happens really slowly and then all at once? Yes. uh,
0: Much so like, yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we're, at the, almost at the inflection point of it being all at once. My guess is within two to four years, um, and this is a result of AirPods mostly being ubiquitous, I I think that Apple is poised to um, really do something special with AirPods. Um, With AirPods becoming ubiquitous and these products being built on top of them, by, so it's almost 2020 right now, I think by 2023, 2024, we're going to see um, a, and you start to see it in the popular media. It's like the new trend is, and it was Vines or TikToks or Snapchatting Um, by 2022, you're going to start to see the Verge articles or New York Times articles of, you know, uh, maybe it's sending non-verbal, more auditory messages to each other, uh, kind of an onomatopoeia almost, of like, oh, or oh, and that just kind of inputting, uh, I like to call them maybe sonic emojis. Um, The same way that emojis uh, shorthanded text, I think that they're going to be shorthand audio, Uh, small uh, pieces of auditory information that are constantly being pushed and pulled into your ears. I think that there's going to be, uh, what are the, what are the basic human needs that people have? It's connecting with other people, connecting with your tribe, feeling a sense of community. Um, There's utilitarian pieces as well, but I think that there's going to be uh, maybe dating on top of audio where you can have conversations with people before you ever meet them in real life. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tinder allowed or Bumble or one of the other dating applications allowed voice messages or voice connections where you like the sound of someone's voice first. Um, what, what are some other predictions that I have? Uh, I, I'm really excited about the... More longer term how this plays into um, augmented reality and the blending of um, the experiences that you can have um, on top of the real world and how you can use all of your senses to basically make the world as uh, as cool or as um, as molded to your uh, your own perspective or or wants or needs as you want um so one of the things that um i saw maybe on twitter i forget who posted it you uh you match with somebody on tinder or on linkedin and you're in you're at the same conference and you want to network with them very quickly if you both have airpods in all the other noise is blanked out and you start a an audit audio conversation with them. And then you're like, Hey, I'm on the third floor. Oh, you're on the second floor. Meet me at the, uh, meet me at the bar and order me uh rum and Coke. Um, and there's maybe a visual overlay as opposed to a like where you've like connected with the other person. Um, there are all these types of experiences where the richness of uh, human expression and uh human living can just be greatly increased by having having audio on top of it um and and that's just the beginning i'm sure that in five years there's going to be absolutely mind bending experiences that um i no one can predict so that's
0: the thing with technology like just think you know, that decade is almost over, right? You mentioned it's it's nearly the end of December, and it's the start of a new decade. Like, a decade ago, mainly all the things that, that didn't even exist or were still nascent, like Uber. Like, Uber is now this conglomerate, and it was just, like, an idea or, like, had a couple of, couple of riders a decade ago. So, I agree with you that it's impossible to know what's going to be around in a decade. Um, I kind of want to dive in a little bit more on um, AirPods because I – you know, I had Leah Culver on the podcast. Who's the she was the co-founder of Breaker, the CTO of Breaker, like a long time ago. I don't know, like eight months ago, ten months ago, and super long time ago. <laughs> uh, well, sorry, it's uh, in in the in the context of the pod. She was like she would like she was guest number three, so it seems like yeah. long ago in the context it, of the pod. It's,
1: it's so funny that you mention uh, the conception of time and how 2010 feels like such a long time ago. I was actually um, hanging out last night and with my, hanging out last night with my girlfriend and I was, I mentioned something that happened in the Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton debate in 2008. And we pulled up a YouTube clip of it and we watched it and we were like, this feels like a million years ago. And it was like 11 years ago. It feels like it was uh, some other century when Barack Obama was debating Hillary Clinton for president um, for the democratic nomination for president. Um, And I I think that's something, you know, you touch on of feels like time is speeding up eight months ago. Feels like forever ago. Like um, so something to think about.
0: No, I I like that. And you're right. The eight months is not, it's not that long. It's not even a year. It's not even, you know, it's eight months, but it is. It's weird because I use the podcast starting as my as my ruler as my timeline. Um, but the podcast isn't even a year old, uh, so it's just it all is all about perception. But um, but I was interviewing, uh, I was interviewing her, and she we were just talking about the AirPods, and that was before the AirPods Pro. That was even before the AirPod the second version of the AirPods. Just the original ones just came out, and she was saying she was excited about the AirPods API and what you, oh what God, you could yeah. do with that and back then there wasn't like there wasn't so much information on it so we are really just like imagining but i'm kind of curious do you know much about the airpods api or could you just like imagine you know what are some of the things that the api you know is going to allow and i guess my 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 third question there is how do you think this might be like this might not be a fair question but you see you're definitely seem like an <laughs> expert on this like you're very very well articulated so how do you think the airpods are going to change over time to get to the version they need to get to in order to like reach augmented reality like will they get smaller will they be implants like i don't know just that's a barrage of questions feel free to take them how you want
1: <laughs> yeah um i think I like to think when I'm thinking about product in terms of uh, cognitive friction where
0: All right, I hope you enjoyed that section of the episode. The rest of the audio and the rest of the recording is for subscribers only, for angel investors only. So if you've been enjoying the conversation and you want to unlock the rest of the conversation and the rest of every other conversation that will be potentially paywalled halfway through, then become an angel investor. The way you become an angel investor is by going to glow.fm slash f Twenty R, and you, you sign up to give me $10 a month or $100 a year, and best of all, there's a seven-day trial. You don't get charged for seven days. If you don't like it, then just cancel. No risk. So if you, I really hope you like this episode, and if you do and you want to unlock the rest and the rest of the future episodes, please, please, please become an angel investor and support the next generation of media companies, subscription economy. Alright, with that, I hope you have a great rest of the day, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace!